It's not the worst thing to slap a woman now and then. As I remember, you said you don't do it with a clenched fist. It's better to do it with an open hand. I didn't love that. I haven't changed my opinion. I'm pretty sure it's magic. I'm pretty sure it's a government conspiracy. <laughs> How do I plug that into a, a motherboard and then it's just able to... I don't know. You can play Minecraft. <laughs> someday, right? Don't you feel like someday, right? It's just... Dude, we're in the Matrix right now. Hey. Hey, it's just like they're going back to the Matrix and the Matrix Resurrected uh, coming out uh, next month, maybe? Somehow, The Matrix is back. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> but Morpheus is not. They have young Morpheus. That, that gets me every time I watch it. I can't... The trailer sucks, man. I can't... I've seen it so many times. They're putting it in front of everything. Even classic film. Yeah. And it's not a good trailer. And... You know, it's it's cut bad, and it's cut exactly like I would expect the Matrix for it to be cut. And, uh, yeah, they butcher a uh, white rabbit. They don't need to do that, okay? Why do they tease this idea of the Matrix is back without explaining it? Because when they do that, it's just kind of goofy. I don't know. I don't understand what's going on, because I didn't watch the other movies. But well, I The just, Matrix is done. But, but it's not looking interesting to me, just on an <laughs> entertainment level. It's just like, okay, they're going to be, oh, he did a flip, and then he shot two guns. <laughs> Whoa. That's a Matrix. And, like, even the fucking... Oh, I don't like that trailer. That's a bad trailer. I just want to know the plot. That's all I, I care about. I don't even care. It's going to be corny as hell. Like, Keanu, like, we... You know what? Connup is putting Keanu in the Hall of Shame. Yeah. Because the man can't act. Yeah. I put him in, like, Clint Eastwood there. Hey. <laughs> nah, that's actually kind of fair. Except, okay, Clint Eastwood is better than Keanu. Keanu, like, name one, like, iconic role that's, like, wow. Like, that's a great performance in a great movie from Keanu. Go. Yeah, I don't name one but I'm gonna be like okay I can't and then you're gonna be like okay well uh, Unforgiven is uh, no it's gonna well like you know he's pretty good and you know the. I think they both don't have any hall of fame like at least Clint Eastwood can do a guy like he does one character and he does it pretty well but he only he's one dimensional he does one guy oh uh, so does Keanu but like Keanu's guy isn't even that interesting some blue inferno but no, he can do like the whoa, whoa. I don't think Clint Eastwood is interesting. He's just at least he's uh, at least he's whiskey. cool, man. <laughs> at least he's cool. I was gonna ask you something. I'm just gonna start the show. I don't care. No intro today. Fuck the intro. <laughs> Fuck the intro. Uh, you see any good movies lately? Let me think. This week, yeah, I still had the French Dispatch. That was pretty good. What's that? That's the new Wes Anderson movie. That's just another Wes Anderson movie where it's like... From when? Like when it come out? Yeah. Oh, I like... Maybe like two, three weeks ago. I caught really? the last showing in town. Yeah. I didn't even hear about this movie. It's because it's not promoted. Because like it, was, it wasn't even in our, our local Cineplex. I had to drive somewhere else to go. Cinematech? No, I had, it wasn't like in St. Patel. It was at like McGilvery Cineplex. Oh, okay. Um... They didn't play it near us because it wasn't like a wide release, I guess, because nobody really gives a shit about Wes Anderson. <laughs> Damn. So- sorry, buddy. Maybe in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? It was decent. It's just, it's just another like Wes-, Wes Anderson type movie. It's an anthology. It's, it's pretty decent. I like his style. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Fun for the whole family? Uh, it, yes. Well, sometimes no. But it's fun for everybody. Damn. And what was the last one before that? Uh, before French Dispatch? Yeah. Uh, I think he did... Oh, Isle of Dogs. Remember that anime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was okay. 
Not as good as Fantastic Mr. Fox. I've yet to see Isle of Dogs. It's a movie that I'm always like, oh, I gotta watch that, and then I just forget about it. It's like, it's it's decent, but Fantastic Mr. Fox is much better. Yeah. yeah. I watched that one. I like that one. That one is much more visually appealing as well. Is Isle of Dogs uh, unattractive? No, it's just that it has like a very... Um, it has a very dark color tone for a lot of it, and it's just like they just depict Japan, uh, just like always cloudy, like just white clouds always. Okay. And I don't know, Fantastic Mr. Fox. It was just so vibrant. It's good. It's a good adaptation. Hmm. Dead air. While I sip uh, the water. Let me take a sip too. All right, you have yours. You know what? I'm going for seconds. <laughs> Take your time. I like. I need complete silence while Sorry. I do this. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So what are you saying? Any other uh, good movies? Uh, no, because I have to watch his Iron Dust. I I'm gonna be honest with you. I do like that movie. <laughs> so. It's not terrible. Oh, do you want to talk about it now? Or is it, have you seen any good movies this month? Yes. Okay, let's hear some. Number one, Blue Velvet. Nice. It was really good. Um, it's like, I don't know. It's pure Lynch. It's just a little <laughs> neo-noir movie. Uh, we've got a little story here and there. Get some drama and a good soundtrack and nice little throwback 50 vibes. Because nice. he just loves the 50s and rock and roll and Elvis. Uh, yeah, so I saw that. And then, I'm sorry, but I watched all the Rebuild movies. <laughs> he can't keep getting away with this. Do you want a review of them? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> How could you do this to me? I just knew that you were never gonna watch them, so I, I just you should have told me like watch them by this date, and then I would have watched them. I well, I said watch them. You said watch them. I was like okay, and then like I that was like three days ago. Like yeah, and then it's over. Okay, fine. You know what, this is, I noticed that people cannot wait to watch stuff. I'm like, hey, wait to watch this thing with me. People can't do it. They have some, well, I, no self-control, man. I need to, and that's a shout-out to you, Gabriel, man. <laughs> and that's a shout-out to Caitlin, too, man. I have to tell you, I gotta level with you, though. It's, it's a you thing. Because you say, let's watch this, and I'm like, okay. And then it never happens. So, like, it's, we were supposed to watch Twin Peaks, and then that was three years ago. And then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna watch this. We said we were going to watch Twin Peaks three years ago? Yes, that's why you have it uh, legally purchased oh. on your laptop. Oh yeah, I had it for so long. <laughs> so I knew that that <laughs> rebuild shit was never going to happen, so I just watched them all. Alright, sorry. Sorry, Matt. Okay. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I roll with the punches, it's fine. Like you wanted to watch Star Trek, where's that? Yeah, we got to get back to that. We finished <laughs> season one. Yeah, that was a year ago. Yeah, you're right. But th- that's what we were doing in the uh, when we had to stay home, because yeah. uh, you know that was we were hanging out with Kirk in the house <laughs> in the Starship Enterprise because they're not allowed to go to the mall. Well, now it's on you. We're gonna watch it on your time. Okay. Anyways, watch the rebuild. Here, I this will be spoiler for you. I also watch it. Watch them with you if you're down. Uh, okay. I I want to rewatch them. I like to like things that I really care about. Uh, I'll do two two watches just so I like fully get it and yeah. like, alright good enough so I'll watch it again with you first one it's whatever it's just a recap of the events of like the first seven episodes and then they cut out a lot of the good stuff I think why? Um, there's like they make a lot of time for cool epic boss fights so there's more fights in this. There's lots of fights, and that's well, that, that's hella good. Well, not more fights than there are in the original TV show, but just a lot of the runtime is fights, and all of that sort of introspection. That's all gone. Well, we already did that. We don't need to do that twice. Well, we did the fights. Is <laughs> we did the show already, so. And I mean, yeah, so you're just kind of sitting there waiting for something new to happen. Like, I'm sure if this was someone's first time watching anything Evangelion, they'd be like, this is amazing, this is epic. But uh, if you've seen the show already, you just kind of watch a movie thinking like, okay, 
I've seen this and you're kind of doing it lamer. Uh, so that's the first movie. Second movie, uh, got better. Um, it's got some good writing. Also, they do a lot of this 3D animation thing. When no bueno. It's immediate immersion break. <laughs> like, like, I, it's because like, you're shifting to a different reality, right? <laughs> and you're like, uh... It's just so jarring. Yeah, it just doesn't gel. They do that all throughout all four movies, but by the last one... There are times where I'm like, is that 3D animated or is it 2D? Like, it it looks really good. Like, you can, can't really tell by the uh, fourth movie. But the rest of them is like... The first one especially, it's a bit jarring. Especially, remember that angel that was a... Uh, no, this isn't a spoiler. Remember that angel that uh, was purple and kind of looked like... Uh, shit. You know those, like, flat... I think it was called a flatworm. You know what flatworms look like? Um, sort of. And it kind of had that heart-shaped head, and, uh... It, uh... It had the two tentacles, and then... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Shinji's buddy had to hop into his Eva, remember? Yeah. Yeah, so they have that guy, and then they give him, like, a rib cage. I think he always had a rib cage, but now it's more prominent, and it, like, moves around, and it looks like the angel's 2D animated, and then you have, like, these 3D animated bones moving around. It looks so jarring. Uh, second one's better. Third one, uh, then it's like, okay, we're actually getting some introspection and some good writing. I like that one. And the fourth one, uh... There's four movies? Yeah. Oh. And the last one is two and a half hours long. And, uh, the first hour of it is amazing. Second hour is, like, just kind of a lot of lore dumps. And then the conclusion is, is pretty good. All in all, I think they're good, but... Nowhere near as amazing as the original run was. I see. I see. Is it a worthy addition to the lore? No. Uh, like, no. The show does the lore better, too. I People are kind of coping with well, the rebuilds. <laughs> people really like the rebuild, and I don't know if it's because... They subscribe to Anna's vision. They believe in it. His, Anna's vision got uh, lame. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! Okay, that's a big accusation, buddy. Okay, well, you gotta cut that out. He was he was better when he was on the depression pill. I think <laughs> he had too much success with Ava, and now he's like, oh, you know, I was good. You know what I mean? There's this self insertion character who I think is supposed to be like his wife, and she has no juice. She is. Ugh, like it, Ray was like, or not Ray, Asuka's like classic Sundare type or whatever, where she's just uh, really mean and loud spoken, but that's because deep down she's insecure. They really like blow that trope up in this, in NGE. Like, they, because at first you think, oh, she's just gonna be a regular lame Sundare, and then <laughs> you get these psychoanalytical episodes where. Yeah completely uh, humanizes her character, right? In this... So, in the rebuilds, they have this, like, girl that they added who... she I thought she was going to be, like, a parody of fan fan service girls in modern anime, where it's just, like, I'm super cutesy girl with big titties and... Like um, a Misa type? (sighs) Not even. Not, Not a Misa, like... Or I guess Misa, Misa yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy, the manga writer was like, I put the girl in because I wanted somebody cute and there's <laughs> too many boys in the comic. I was a kid. It kind of shows. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's a fan service character, like Misa. He just added her and I thought that they were going to, like, do something with that, like, do a introspective series of events with her, but... No, she's just a fan service character, and I think it's just because he got a wife that he loves, and he's like, all right, he's this cool uh, girl. <laughs> I'm I, putting you in my show. Look, honey. I swear to God, that has to be what it is because she she doesn't add a lot, and people coom over her, and it's just the things you do for love, right? Eh? <laughs> she ain't it. So that's my that's my spoiler free review. Nice. And uh, other than that. I saw Zardoz. 
Alright, so I guess it's time. Yeah. Talk about the Zardoz situation. Um, I'll let you take the lead on this one. Alright, here's Zardoz as I experienced it. So it has Sean Connery, he's the star, everyone else is whatever. And if, there are, if they actually are of importance, I apologize greatly. Nobody I recognize, I think. So they must not be good. You don't see <laughs> Sean Connery know, a lot, If I don't though. know them, they're not good. You don't see Sean Connery's name uh, recently, you know? Yeah, this was like, uh, with 74 it came out. That yeah. was like a few years after Bond. So, you know, he, he, he's a little older, you know, he's a little... He's got a little bit of punch, you know. He's not looking as good. He looks great. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, looks okay. <laughs> looks okay. In in Bond, he he was looking good, good. Yeah, okay, I have to see this because I look. I'm not gonna lie to you. That red diaper is not flattering for him. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, the straps <laughs> and the ponytail, man. The ponytail this is fire. Is, this is the funniest look ever. Uh, it's like oh natural, <laughs> but he has a very well groomed mustache. Yes, ah, very nice. That's a tremendous mustache. So I guess they could just straight razor it or straight edge razor it, but I don't know. Do the uh, what are they called the hunters? All right, here's a part of the movie. Okay, as I understood it, basically you have the bourgeoisie. Okay. Yeah. The bourgeois, you have these rich elites, and then you have the class traders, known as the hunters. And then you had the proletariat on this planet. It, I forget, was it Earth? Yeah, it's supposed to be in the future, Earth. Okay, Earth in the, like, 2200s, something yeah, like that. Yeah, And the rich people are basically like, or not the rich, but the uh, super intellectual Greek-loving... Super white ethnostate chads uh, tell the hunters, just go kill the poor people. Uh, and they do so by this guy named Zardoz, who flies a giant head made of stone. And he's there, he's the hunter's god. Sean Connery's one of the hunters, and Zardoz comes around and he just gives them tons of guns and bullets. And uh, go go kill the, uh, the brutals. Yeah, the brutals. <laughs> Go kill the Brutals. Uh, so that's all they do. They just do, like, holy crusades, go around on their horses, and shoot, shoot poor people. Um, and then one day, Sean Connery stumbles into the head and gets taken back to Vector 4, which is just their area that's camouflaged from the outside world. They're, like, super Wakanda. Super white ethnostate Wakanda. And they, Is there only white people there? Yeah. Shit, you're right. Well, I didn't see it. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, this movie has a whole different message now. <laughs> My God. Uh, he gets taken back there, and then it's like Planet of the Apes, I guess. It reminded me of quite a few different Star Trek episodes. Yeah. Um, but I actually I did like the movie. What do you like about it? Well, just like it's just stuff I've seen before in Star Trek. And I, <laughs> I like it. What I. Piqued my interest at first, and the I think the either the first or maybe it was a second round of credits. Uh, it says written, directed, and I think produced by one guy. And when you see that, you know that you're gonna get someone's like pure vision. And yeah. this movie is very stylized and it has a vision. Uh, so I always respect that, and I think. You know, that wacky, campy sci-fi look. I like it. Uh, I like the lore of the world. Um, the only things I really dislike about the movie is that a lot of the dubbing is shit. And a lot of the performances are 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 weak. Sean Connery, um, he doesn't do a whole lot for me in the movie. And, like, he's a star and the extras in this movie are pretty bad. Sometimes you get, like... <laughs> my favorite part about the movie is when you get like scenes with crowds in it and then you hear some guy in the background just say no 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 dude no that's no. multiple times in the movie like they just had bad ADR and I'm guessing yeah. that was ADR too and it's just like I usually usually you notice dubbing and I'm like oh that was whatever this was like bad <laughs> dubbing like we saw it on multiple occasions uh and this is like an English movie. Yeah. So what's your excuse? Like, it's not even... It's an Italian picture, which I would expect. 
that this is like a, where everybody's talking in English on set. What's the issue? I think what it was is a lot of scenes are outside and all that background noise is, and wind and all that stuff is going to kill your audio. So then they have to just redo it. There's no excuse. I mean... I can't allow it. I think there is work. there are workarounds to recording outside but yeah the ADR is really bad sometimes they even just add words uh, <laughs> like love oh god you gotta add that in the clip too in the intro clip yeah so, with the th- so three things love <laughs> love there's a clip where um, Sean Connery what's his character's name the beast or whatever uh, Zed Oh, Zed, right. Oh, but they call... So the racist call him Beast or... Yeah. And something like that. The, the monster. The monster. Yeah, Zed is saying that... Explaining that some girl loves him. And then he's like, you've given me something no one else had... Has before or whatever. And then he just says, love. <laughs> because... Uh, they didn't think that the audience could understand that he was talking about love. They added it in after. Love. Love. And he sounds so drunk in that one word and tired and sleepy. Um, but yeah, I like the I like the movie. Um, I was going to show you an episode of Trek that it reminded me of. But have you seen, maybe seen it before. Uh, I think it was, the title had something to do with the apples, like the forbidden apple or something. And they go to this planet and there's a bunch of people in red face paint and they, their god is this, stone statue you mean like in the beginning of star trek into darkness no i think they're referencing that episode maybe i've well, seen star trek into darkness okay well yeah it's the same same vibe where the uh uh where they're just worshiping a machine or whatever yeah. it is and V'ger. yeah um so i like that uh and also it does this thing, which is this classic sci-fi, where a futuristic human society is just one that is just purely intellectual, and um, their laws are just super fucked for some reason. <laughs> like, there's this episode of TNG where they go to a planet, and any crime that you commit, is you just get killed. <laughs> jaywalking yeah they'll just kill you and so wesley i was playing with kids and then they were like playing football or something and one of them was like go far and wesley runs and he trips on a fence and damages the garden and then the police come up and they're like that's an offense and they take him and then they're like we have to kill him and then that's (laughs) the drama of the episode is that their laws are like we gotta kill him he committed a middle law or he broke the law we have to kill him (laughs) Uh, so remind me cool of that. But they're called pirating movies, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't matter if they weren't. I, mean, I don't do that. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I me neither. Um. So yeah, just like futuristic white society where they have crazy fucked laws and they don't really do anything but just sit around. Uh, and they're so bored. I, I like I like that sort of stuff. There's a weird thing where they add comedy at like three points of the movie. Uh, that was funny, um, and I will say this: the set design in this mo- uh, movie is pretty bad. Yeah, it doesn't look very good either. To be honest, it, yeah, there are parts like where they have beaded curtains or little I don't know what you call it, like feathered paper that you'd buy at Dollarama for a tiki themed uh, oh, party. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like hula skirt material yeah. dangling from the ceiling. <laughs> It's like, I don't know if they'd be uh, doing all this. It, it's like such a weird set because like, this is supposed to be the realm of the Eternals and it's just like a farmland and then like they have some weird mirror rooms and then uh, they all wear dresses and okay. It's not, it wasn't like a very, I didn't see a lot of vision there for like what the future would look like. And this, this is the problem I have with the movie. Okay, this is the big problem I have. What is this movie about? Like, what is... I don't know what this movie wants me to think about. I don't know if it wants to tell me something directly. I don't know if it's trying to stoke my interest. I don't know. The movie just really perplexed me in that regard. It's just, it's just an adventure. 
Just like Flash Gordon. What's a Flash Gordon about? Flash Gordon, but Flash Gordon's different. Like Flash Gordon, nineteen eighty. <laughs> what is that about? Yeah. Well, it's just like you know. Hey, remember Flash Gordon? <laughs> that's just what it is. That's a story. That's that's literally the story. Hey, do you remember? <laughs> no, it's just it's just a adventure of a stranger in a strange land. But this movie is like. Well, this movie is, like, very... It's very strange. It is strange land. Yeah. Because this movie has a lot of strange, uncanny, like, sequences in which people act strangely. Mm-hmm. And go, like... Go to level two. Level two, level two, level two. And he's like... Ah, I hate women! <laughs> like, there's stuff like that that, like... In a movie that kind of takes itself, like, somewhat seriously, or at least plays it straight, it's like... I can't help but laugh at this. There's a lot of... uh, And you can say... If that's intentional comedy, then this movie is a lot clever... More clever than I'm giving you credit for, but I don't think that's the case. What about, like, the things where, you know, you have the scene, like I pointed out, where the the hunters are killing the brutals, they're shooting them, and they're in, like, this wreckage of this old city, and then there's a sign on frame that says... uh, violators will be shot that's like a small thing like you know that's just but like, they that's on. a very small joke that they just kind of throw in there it's just because the tone of the movie is like uh this mind-bending adventure mm-hmm. um in the future and it's it, it feels like it wants to tell me something about the nature of man but i just come away empty and it doesn't really i don't think it's about the nature of man or anything no you think it's but the, why do you think this movie has a cult following then? Just because it's really weird? Yeah, it just has a very unique uh, style. Well, in that case, I mean, the movie is entertaining on that kind of surface level. What? What? That. My leg? Yeah. Um, no, not that one. The one that's shaking. <laughs> Bro, it's a disease. Dude, I have a medical card for this. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I left it in my other pants, though. <laughs> okay. The thing with this is that on a surface level, it's enjoyable enough just to see from scene to scene what kind of weird thing is going to happen. This movie is like (laughs) interestingly sexual. Uh, There's one scene, which is (laughs) that is another scene that was, I guess, intended to be somewhat comedic. Yes. Um, but it's still just kind of jarring anyway, and I, I don't really know how that relates to the themes of the film. But they're just like, we don't understand the erection. Nobody knows how this works. And then they have like a diagram of a flaccid to erect penis yeah. on their screen. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, hey, we're gonna try to give you an erection. And then they show him like explicit videos, <laughs> and they show naked women mud wrestling, and I'm like, hey. And the movie has, like, weird weird sex stuff like that. Uh, lots of naked characters. This is definitely a nice late-night movie for you eligible bachelors out there. I was thinking, like, when Matt picks a movie, there's either, like, sex in it. Dude, or... and it's like, I don't do this on purpose, okay? It's just I pick a movie. So... <laughs> Always a sex or... No, that's it. Matt just picks movies with sex in it. I don't know. I've never seen this before, okay? I picked this on a whim. Matt's like, do you want to hang out and watch uh, that movie with Michael Fassbender where he's addicted to sex? And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, and we watched it. That was a good movie. Was that not a good movie? Did you enjoy that experience? I enjoyed it. You know how I say, like, some movies aren't high movies? Name name a movie that's not a high movie. Like Schindler's List. Ah, shit. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. There's some movie called Shame. Shame, okay, I, I liked watching it. I, we were, it was comfy, you know. I had a buddy with me. I don't think it's awkward. It was just a good movie. It, it, the movie is not like delighting in sex. It's not like we're, they're jerking off with each other, okay? There's the a movie, lot of it, it's a really shameful type of film. It's really a, kind of a downer, man. It does not portray sex in a positive light, I can say that. Or at least sex addiction. I don't pick movies with sex and I pick movies like Mulholland Drive where you can just sit around and watch it. <laughs> Mulholland... <laughs> yeah, okay, buddy. I'm going to give Shame four out of five bags of popcorn today. <laughs> just like that, unsolicited? Yeah. It was a good movie. I would definitely recommend it. Uh, Michael Fassbender is great in that. He is. Uh, he's one of the underrated actors of this generation. Yeah. 
Yeah, pro- I, I like him and everything I've seen him in. He's Magneto. He's Magneto. I like Magneto as this old guy where he's just an old uh, libtard. Or not <laughs> authoritarian left where he's just like, these guys are, Republicans are fucked. Let's just kill them. <laughs> Let's just kill them. All these teenagers. No, it's like, like, it's, like, it's like these guys are inferior. Let's kill them. Like kind of hypocritical, no? Hypocritical? G- given his origins, yeah. Nah. <laughs> Okay, I was about to go on an X-Men tangent. We need to stay on, on point here. Zardoz, yeah, this movie's pretty good. And, but one thing that annoys me is they'll have these really cool scenes, but then they they overdo it. They stay way too long in them. Like this one scene where uh, some of the women there are like, okay, you need to inseminate us quick. Because it's found out that he's a mutant or something. He's like half hunter, half god. Okay, let's just go full spoilers, because who cares? Yeah. You find out later that Zardos, like, made, like, this... uh, He bred him to be, like, this super guy who will liberate us all. So they're like, ah, we need your seed to make humanity more better we like the babies yeah because well, I guess we didn't even say but the what were they called the Eternals they just they live forever they're immortal and they all just want to die because they're so bored of living there's like the apathetics who are just people who are just catatonic and they yeah. don't do anything yeah and then there's uh, the renegades yes which are just like any uh, not like outcasts but like anybody who's done a major transgression not even a major transgression anyone who's like committed thought crime <laughs> yeah they're like why would you th- why did you think those thoughts and then he's like um it was an accident and then they're like really and then he's like no i believe it i hate you and then they're like okay five years in the iso cues buddy <laughs> yeah they just age you up and uh zed is like okay so why don't they just kill you and he's like, that's the thing. They just ate us up forever, and we never die. We just get more old and more decrepit. And that's what I was talking about, like, Star Trek. Like, that fucked uh, justice system where it was, eh, aged. How does it help anything? Uh, so, yeah, they have the Renegades where it's just a house of crazy old people. Yeah, that those were kind of funny mm-hmm. uh, when they would pass through there. Um and I don't know, like the film's aesthetic is so strange. Mm-hmm. It's like carved from so many different things. It's like mythology. Yep. And then it's like science fiction. Greek mythos. And it's just like such a hodgepodge. It's not necessarily unappealing, um, but it just seems so scattershot. Like it's just kind of a weird jumbled movie. The other thing with this film is that the plot of it and all of the twists and turns, yeah. um, it's kind of convoluted, I think. Like what? It's just like, um, the, it's a, the script is a little busy. There's a lot going on at every given moment, and there's a lot of exposition in this, in between the scenes of weirdness. Eh. Oh, and... <laughs> Okay, well, you know what? Okay, because this just made you think of Star Trek. <laughs> and Star Trek, you know, the exposition is tolerable in Star-, Star Trek, but that's because there's something there that's not in Zardos. What's that? Uh, Ronberry, I guess. <laughs> Shatner, mostly. Oh, I would love to have him as Zed. That, that would, awesome. I would honestly like him more. Sean Connery's pretty flat in this. Yes. He's just, like, naked old guy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, he didn't look good, you know. It's whatever, I don't know. It just works. It just, it just <laughs> works? <laughs> it simply works. It does. I, it's just so classic for me. I, I, I'm unbothered by a lot of... I mean, it's, it's nowhere near perfect. And there is some exposition, and it's just like... It's slapped together like this love plot that he has with this one woman who's racist towards him at the beginning, and then they're lovers at the end. Like that, that woman is such a flat. She's wooden. Okay, she's a she's oak. She's just like <laughs> ah, Zed. I want you dead. And then at the end, she's like, oh, I love you. <laughs> and I knew they were gonna do that yes. because the, in the scene with the erection. He can't get an erection for any of the porn they show him. And then they just turn it off and he looks at her and he pops a chub. And they're like, whoa, haha. She turns him on. 
And I was like, wow, I can't wait to see what happens after this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, I don't know, maybe it's supposed to be meta because you have no. this, in, this introduction at the beginning the, where Zardoz is like, I'm the puppet master of this movie. And I was going to look it up, and but we didn't, we didn't have time. We just started recording after watching it. But I'm going to bet that the director of the movie is Zardoz. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And like he's not an actor. That'd be interesting. And he's not an actor because... When he shows up, it just becomes a comedy movie. Do you want me to check? Sure, go ahead and check. Um, it just becomes a comedy movie, and he has a mustache and beard drawn on, like a Guy Fox mask, but they draw, they drew, they just drew it on with a Sharpie, and it looks terrible. Yeah, and it's I, like it's like a little, um, I don't even know, like a jester mustache yeah. or something. He looks funny. And he just shows up to basically, like, poo-poo on the movie. And he's just like, woohoo, yippee! So, I don't know. I feel like... There's something there with this movie. Like, this is actually the type of movie that I want to find with Cop. He, he's just, uh, it's just another actor. It's just another for, actor? Zardo slash Arthur Frayne. And who is the director, writer, producer? Uh, John Borman. Mm. Also known for Exorcist 2. Ooh. Excalibur, which I actually like quite a bit and I can actually see some of in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bunch of other stuff I don't know. Was this one of his earlier movies? No, this came out in 74. Let's see when he started. Uh, he started it, on, like, mid-60s. So this is, like, sem- semi-early. It just felt like... His like movie, a, a love letter. Maybe not a love letter, but just nostalgia for 60s sci-fi. That's what it reminds me of. And just a mis- mismatch of so many different things. I I respect the ambition. Yeah. Um, and I think there are some interesting visuals in this. Um, and I think it is just entertaining enough on a strangeness level to be enjoyable. But I really can't see myself revisiting this film. I can. And I got to loop. I got, yeah. And I got to loop back to it. Um, like the when I said that there are cool sequences, but they stay too long. Like there's a sequence where... Um, Zardas has to inseminate all this all these women and they'll give him like the vast knowledge that they have and then it just shows like people in utter darkness but then they have art music different things just projected onto them I think yeah. that looks kind of cool like this scene was cool but like I, I was kind of like haha funny like they're to it's like they somebody put the high school projector on somebody and we're looking at the textbook together. I just think that's cool. It like it, it looks it, cool. It looked cool, but like something like that would have been like it's the execution there that doesn't work for me where they take so long and then it's like they're all chanting weird stuff and then they're spinning and it's like it's hard to take this kind of seriously. But I don't but then you have a girl and they're projecting like joker makeup on her. So I don't know like I don't know if it's supposed to be taken entirely seriously, you know? Yeah, maybe. And there's just so, so many little nods throughout the movie where it's like, this is a joke, this is a joke. But I do agree that, like, when I watch that movie, I was taking it seriously. Yeah. And even though there were jokes, like, I was still, like, I still thought it had, like, some weight to it. I don't think it was entirely a joke. But I don't know. There's little nods throughout the whole movie. So maybe it all is supposed to be a joke and I'm just not in on it. But... I don't know. It just works. TM. <laughs> Guess the official it just works seal. Yeah. Nice. All right. Anything else you have to say for this film? Mm. Uh, I thought terrible squibs. Bad squibs, yeah. <laughs> uh, some of the effects are, yeah, whatever. This uh, woman gets shot in the neck and there's just a singular drop of blood just on her neck. No hole, nothing. Just drop of blood. You know what, I'll give you credit, because maybe this film is humorous, because one thing I actually did like was the Wizard of Oz connection, yeah. which I thought was kind of tongue-in-cheek. I just feel like the movie just doesn't straddle that line well enough. It doesn't balance that that moment of levity with like all this like weird dour stuff about, ah, existence, and ah... <laughs> The brutal. There's just too much going on. There's the fucking tabernacle. There's the brutal. Oh, we even talk about the tabernacle. See, like, yeah, like it's just a, it's I like so, lore. I like lore too, but like told more better than it is here. I, I don't know. Maybe after we watch it, maybe I need um, to watch more Star Trek. 
Yeah, because the exposition dumps in it didn't really... I don't know. They weren't that bad. They seemed pretty fluid to me. There are exposition dumps, like, in NGE, where they're just talking, and it's like, okay, and then the angels are this, this is that. But at least you care about the characters who are telling you this stuff. In this movie, like, you don't... Can you tell me you connected with any of these characters? The, the, like, I kind of liked Friend, and Zardos was funny. That's it. I give a fuck about Zed. Is that some... What about that potato scene? Where he's like, yes or no? Potatoes? And everyone's like, ha Like, ha-ha. Like, you know, there's a couple of funny scenes at the beginning where it's like, ha-ha, Zed, like, uh, you know, ha-ha, you got an erection. Ha-ha, Zed, you know, wasn't really sleeping. Ha-ha, Zed, whoa. But, like, you know, this movie's like two hours, okay? It's an hour and a half. Let me check the runtime. It's an hour and 40 minutes. M- more. More. Uh, an hour 49 at, at best. An hour and 45. That's too long. This movie should have been an hour and a half, too. The ending uh, drags, too. I'll say, like, I don't, I don't love this movie. I just, I don't dislike it. I was disappointed. You know, I saw that Rick and Morty episode where they referenced this, and then I looked... Which one? There's... Did you see that episode where Morty has to raise this alien baby and it grows in, like, a day from yeah. baby to adulthood? Yeah. And then Rick and Summer, I think, they go to the planet where that baby came from and, like, the Zardos head gets them. <laughs> yes. That's the Zardos head. Okay. Yeah. That was my first exposure to it. I was, I was like, what is that? And then I read somewhere that it was a reference to this movie. And then I You looked it up? I looked up the movie and then I was like, I saw the first thing you see when you look this up is Sean Connery in his red underwear and it's kind of funny. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. When you sent me that message, I, I texted you and I was like, what should we do? And you said Zardoz. I thought that was like a joke. Like I thought you just mashed your keyboard. <laughs> and I looked up and I was like, I don't know, it's real. I knew this would be something you would like, because it's just like, uh, it's just a classic sci-fi type of niche yeah. cult movie. Yeah. I mean, this is a pretty classic cult movie on paper. Yeah, like, there are so many cult movies that we watch, and it's just like, it's, the movie sucks, and there's one cool scene. Or there's like a couple of funny things throughout the movie, and yeah. it's like, okay, but the movie's still not good. Yeah, this actually, to me, had some appeal, because it had that total vision, and it was a weird vision. Yeah. I, I liked it. Six bags. Six bags? Yeah. You can dislike it. Hit, hit it with that, too. It's it's two out of five bags for today. It's two out of five Fair bags. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe next time, Sean. Also, Sean is bad to women in all of his movies. I think... Uh, he was fine to women in this movie. Yeah? When he grabbed that girl. When he grabbed that girl and he was just fondling her breasts like, with no consent. That was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cool. That was so cool. <laughs> uh, well, you're gonna put the clip in, so I don't even need to mention it. It's good. Haven't changed. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I don't. Like, what the fuck? He just went on live TV and just, just so unbothered. Oh my god! Like today, Kyle Rittenhouse will be like, "Yeah, I support BLM," but because people know, like. You gotta save face. No. I haven't changed my opinion on that. No. And, like, his... And talking to a woman, too. Talking to a woman who obviously doesn't agree with him, and then his reasoning for it is just so asinine. Like, you think, like, he's gonna say something about self-defense. Like, it's okay to hit a woman in self-defense or something. But he's like, no, it's okay to hit a woman if you're arguing... And she has to have the last word. It's yeah, like, you dude, know, you just and, walk away from that situation. No, and you know, you just can't take it anymore. You just don't like those little snide comments. So you go to the moon. <laughs> Why I oughta? I, I don't know about you. I don't think that really justifies violence. Uh, uh, but he's just just, so confident in, in it on live TV. Well, well, Sean Connery says it's okay to hit women. Then, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> That's heavy, man. I hope that answers your question. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Rest in paradise. Is he dead? <laughs> yeah. Sucks. Sucks, man. <laughs> Couldn't be me. I'm making a podcast. Talking about your red underwear. <laughs>
What a tasteful shot. Look at that. That is quite tasteful. Okay, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, next week's movie. I'll let you pick because I picked this week's. All right, well then it's going to be The Wheel. Pick, pass me your phone, please. You can use your own phone for that. But then the audio is going to be well, different. Just pass me your phone. We're not doing The Wheel. Well, pick I, a movie that you know. I don't want to be. I want to explore a new movie. I don't want to see something I've already seen. Pass me the phone. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm handling The Wheel. I'm doing The Wheel fair. I'm handling The Wheel. I, I do it fair. No, you do it fair. No, I'm going to... Because like, I'm going to see things that I don't want. <laughs> and then it will be immediate vetoes. All right. Like, is there something I can think of? The only thing I, I... I would just be like, let's watch Blue Velvet. That's all I would say. It's not cult. Yeah, uh, yes, it is. It's too good. It's, it, we can't do it. Guess how much it made box office. Probably not a lot. Just guess. I'll, I'll tell you, its budget was $6 million. Uh, $12 million. Eight. <laughs> no, not great. Okay, let's see. Three fifty eight. Holy shit, that is a gutter movie. 358? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? Don't say things like that. I'm getting nervous. I want to watch good movies this week. Like the 1 to 100s, you have like Clockwork Orange. But those ones, it's like, yeah, it's like barely called movies, some of them. And then also stuff we've already reviewed. Yeah. Like, okay, buddy, like, you know. The, the f- best is 100 to 200. Yeah. Okay, 358. Let's see here. <laughs> Uh, this is next. gonna be like the drawer the drawer <laughs> yeah. maybe we'll get something cool like uh, Crybaby or uh, Ghost World or Phantasm or Brain Damage that sounds cool Phantasm have we done that? no Phantasm? no that sounds familiar maybe we landed on that one time and you vetoed it I don't even can I see? no okay we didn't land on it, so, you know, unfortunately, you cannot see. Okay, here we go. We're looking at 358. Yep. And today, that film will be Assault on Precinct 13. Ooh, John Carpenter. Is that a John Carpenter yep, movie? let's do it. All right, sure. Wait, is this actually a cult movie, though? I need to see. I need to vet this. Cause if it's to... on that list, it's good. <laughs> no, it mostly... It has Apocalypse Now on there. Is that a cult movie? Can you say it in my face? Yeah. Oh, it's... Why? I don't know. Who's watching... Dude, I show, like, a normie, like, Caitlin Apocalypse Now, and she's like... It's just not a cult movie, because it, it was, it's massively acclaimed. It's widely considered one of the greatest films ever made. And it is. Okay, but that doesn't mean it's a cult movie. I mean, I think today it is. It's not cult just because people... Because Zoomers won't watch old movies, okay? I think it is. It does have the cult following link on the Wikipedia, so it does... Assault pass. on Precinct 13? Yeah, so it does pass the test. That's a lot um, of a test. That is, you know, that's easy, you know. The, see, that's the good roll on the wheel. So yeah. I'm going to do them from now on. Well, from what I... <laughs> you're going to do the RNG from now on? Yeah, because there's something wrong with what you're doing. We review movies like... fucking Phenomena. Uh, you know, it's one of the worst. Or Phenomenon? Phenomena. Phenomena. Remember, uh, what was it called? The Hunger? No. Actually. Susan Sarandon and the lady and the kiss. And, and David Bowie? Yeah. So disappointing. Like, David Bowie's like, whoa, look at me, look at all my personas, and this is how his acting ability, bro? Yeah. Not a good look. Not a good look, Bowie. What else? What's an absolute stinker we've reviewed? Like, just a trash movie? Yeah, that we just... We've never thought about pin. since. Pin. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> what a nothing movie. That was... That was a... That's definitely in the Cobb Hall of Fame, for sure. Pin. Oh, I need to... Okay, whatever I gave the movie, it's a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Somebody's gonna be very pissed about this. Like, that movie is a stinker. Yeah, it's, uh... It's... It was it was funny though when you know, the poetry reading. Yeah, you know, and a couple other times huh? where she like okay, I, this is so bad. She, the sister kills Pin at the end. 
Why would she do that? Why would she? Why wouldn't she kill her brother? Like her brother's the one that's because actually she killing loves, people. She still loves him. He still loves him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so oh god. And then, so well, there'd be a police investigation about the murders, and they'd find him guilty. Why would he just be living in this house un- unattended with just maids? He would just kill them. He's crazy. No, because he's now the new pin. And now he assumes the role of Pin. Somehow Pin has returned. <laughs> like, yeah. Actually. Yeah, you, Caravan of Courage, that's a total bomb. That's a crap. Good movie. With Mace. What'd you give that? I think Six Bags or something. No, it's gonna be fucking sucks. <laughs> it just works. It's... Like, no, I, I... Actually, I think that movie, we, we... I gave a 10 and you gave a 5. That's... Nice. You, that's your 10 out of 10 bag? And you gave a 5. 5 bags? In that episode? I think so. Just... Like, we did it as a joke, but... Uh... Yeah. It's... Uh... This Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure Star Wars spinoff film? Yeah. It's not good. <sighs> For the... Uh... A goaded one we did is Laser Blast. I want to re-review that. Mm, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... we oh, damn. Well, maybe for our third year anniversary, we'll do some revisits Yeah. of Cop Classics. We'll do a Cop Classics episode, yeah. Because yeah. this year, for a second, we're going to do trivia. We'll get to see trivia. Um, this is the second time we're ever attempting it. Uh, we've only attempted it once before, and we <laughs> succeeded. And now we will do this right, and it'll be a big celebration. Oh, yeah. And the loser has to jump out of a cop birthday cake naked um, <laughs> at a party okay. that we will have after the trivia episode. So that's going to be the punishment if you lose trivia. Also, liver damage. <laughs> I'm going to ask the boss if we can use the station. Speaking of which, t- uh, today I was helping a customer out to their car with their uh, stuff, and I saw on their... Uh, windshield they had a umfm sticker and yeah. I, I was like you listen to umfm and he's like yep and i was like i do a podcast on that uh station and he's like really what's it called and i told them so if you're listening to this episode hey hey thanks man shout out to you and you know what you should have slapped a cop sticker on his car too <laughs> boom there you go buddy I've been like you keep this <laughs> i don't know if you'd like that well i think sometimes you don't get what you want you get what you need Okay, so Solemn Precinct 13, I've heard that one isn't that good. Not that good? Yeah. Oh. Well, thanks for getting my hopes up. Well, well, I, that's just someone's you, opinion. You said it was, it's Carpenter, man. He's always good. Oh, God, no. What? Nah, it's, nah, it's a dark stuff. Oh, God. That was a stinker. That was a... Uh, that was a... Uh, yeah, no one was no way now. Oh, actually... He's not infallible, okay. What's the date today? Is this next one... Monday going to be December? Um, it will... Yes. No. Okay, Vito. Holiday movie. No, it's going to be November 29th. Is it? Yeah. Okay. But after that, only uh, holiday-related movies. Whoa. Okay, let's let's talk here. Okay, we can do Santa Claus versus the Martians. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. What else? And, like, we, we're, we can't just do Elf. Okay. You, we can. I won't allow it. We need to maintain this. The cult thing? Yes. Elf is cult? Uh, it's whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do elf. You know what? I, you know what? I, t- I literally turned on the radio today. This yeah. is what I heard from Tyler Carr or whoever the fuck. Elf cereal? No, it was like, okay, guess what, guys? Elf has been voted the number one Christmas movie of all time. Mm-hmm. And they didn't say where or how, <laughs> um, but then they just talked about it and said, yeah, that's, that's one of the greatest. That's definitely the greatest. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Lucas. It's uh, over. Also, I think it made money. <sighs> Damn. Okay. Well, we can do that. We can revisit uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, yes. We there, can do part three. There, there's no part three, is there? Look it up. I'm, there's no. No. Reader, beware, you're in for a scare. <laughs> no, 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 no. Silent Night, Deadly Night. 
But if it doesn't have Billy in it, then what's the point? What the fuck? Better watch out. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's a whole different cast. Yeah. That's so good. So it's going to be like H2O. It's going to be like American Psycho 2. Uh, which it's we... a, a direct-to-video. Oh, this is a great side. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll throw that on there. There's two movies. You know, I learned something about Silent Night Deadly Night Part 2. What? I think maybe I already told you this, but you know how, like, the first movie was stripped from theaters? Yeah. Well, basically, why they did that whole recap thing in Part 2 was they wanted to just tell that story again and be like, fuck you, we're going to tell that story in theaters. And also, I guess, because they wanted, nobody saw it if it got scrapped from yeah. theaters, right? Yeah, because of big-brained uh, progressives like Gene Siskel, who said, shame on you. Shame on them. God. But yeah, so I learned that. I mean, it's still a bad movie, but it had a purpose. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, we could do that. Um, we could do like some... I'm sure there's some really trashy... Lobe. Oh shit! You know what we could do? That Adam Sandler movie, the animated one, eight, uh, seven, eight crazy nights, seven no. crazy nights. We could do that. No. We'll do that. And no. <laughs> it's not even a Christmas movie. No, I said holiday movie. Oh, it's holiday films. Yeah. Oh, so I can pick a Kwanzaa film. Yeah, sure. I mean, we'll like no, fuck off. We I don't want to do that. <laughs> we have a limited amount of Christmas related things that we can do. We have to, you know. I'm pretty sure picky. Jewish people want to. F- people to forget about Adam Sandler being Jewish, okay? Because I would certainly want to. I think we'll do... It's Eight Crazy Nights, right? I don't... Is that what it's... Is it eight or seven? It's eight. Eight, okay. Yeah, we'll do Eight Crazy Nights. And we won't. Let me finish. We will. And then we're also <laughs> going to do other movies, too. No, well, we won't. But then we'll do other movies, too. What should we do? Oh, we could do... We already have two. Yeah, uh, we could watch all of the Futurama Xmas episodes. <laughs> yeah, okay, why not? Uh, what else? We could watch all the Friends Christmas episodes. South Park uh, Christmas episodes. <laughs> we could do SpongeBob Christmas episodes. Is that a thing? He's got like a couple. We should do that though. Just pick a show and do all their Christmas specials. Okay, okay. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. And just like, that'd be uh, one of our cash episodes where no bags. No bags? Yeah, we've done that before, I'm pretty sure. Like the when we did all the Christmas specials before, where we did like Charlie Brown and. <sighs> but the, the listeners, they're hungry for bags, man. Well, sometimes. I mean, you're gonna get diabetic if you keep eating all these bags. I'm giving, you know. Six bags to Zardoz, I'm giving ten bags to the Ewok Well, maybe movie. you should be giving less bags to some of these movies, then. I I want to keep you guys well-fed. I'm like your grandma taking after you, but not that well-fed. Okay, I see. I You're going to start to have a stomach, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little belly. Yeah, okay. If you catch my midriff, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not bad. All right. Was that good? Yeah, it was really good. Um, so yeah, was there anything else? No. We had pre and post bags or Yeah, you know, we're it's we're just here for the listeners, man. You know, we just we know you guys love us and our content and we know it's impeccable content, so we're just here to give you as much of it as we can. And uh don't forget to fr- tell your friends about COP because um it's kinda weird when Guatemala has more listeners than your home country because uh you know seem to have more friends than the amount of listeners so there's a little discrepancy there and i'm kind of wondering why that's happening so you know the feeling when you start to be able to do more weight at the gym yeah i'm getting that in like tf2 now (laughs) where i i'm playing games and i'm just like talking the leaderboard i'm like "Hmm." it's kind of cool and what's this a classic choice scout nice he's he's swift but you know what sucks about online multiplayer games is when you get just an absolute trash team. And I'm not, like, I'm not over-exaggerating here. Like, in TF2, you can see everyone's rankings, right? And sometimes you'll get a team that's just, like, all new players. Like, they just downloaded the game. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> this that's sucks. when you play free games. Yeah, I guess. Okay, you go on Fortnite, okay, everybody and their nephew is on there. <laughs> so, you know, you gotta play cool, full-price games, like Call of Duty Black Ops, 
like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, like Call of Duty World War Two, Animal Crossing DLC, and and Animal Crossing DLC included, and those are cool games that you pay money for because they have value. <laughs> okay. They have a single-player pl- campaign. They have a single-player campaign. You can do something if your internet goes down. Where you walk around, duck for cover, and then shoot people over and over again for hours. And then you throw grenades. Fucking GTA. Like, God, this sucks. <laughs> Just take cover, shoot the guy. Okay, five-minute video. Let's go. Drive the car here. Drive the car. Get in the plane. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. This sucks. You just don't get it. You just don't, like, get it, man. I just want to. I just. I just want to walk around with someone for an hour. I want to punch them and then just chase them. Yeah, I mean, that's the best that. part. There's no wrong way to play the game. Ugh. All right. Anything else? No. See any good movies lately? <laughs> hey, let me think again. Um, Are you going to a Jets game this week? Uh no, next week. How much is uh how much are the tickets? I got these tickets free because uh my like this the guy who owns the company he has season tickets but sometimes he just gives them away to employees. Oh, when he's just like I'm not going to the game this week. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm going with my dad. Does any anyone else call dibs on those tickets or <laughs> No, because everybody's a nerd at my work. Really? Place. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Your dad will enjoy that. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um Shit, I was going to say something else. Do you want to shout out your blogs? Yeah, uh, you guys can check out my blog if you want. I uh, just started. What's the URL? Sournotesmusic.blogspot.com And I don't get any money from it, but if you like it, leave a comment and say... Cop sent you. You made a lot of typos in this article. <laughs> and then also say cop sent you. <laughs> Uh, I didn't notice any... Uh, and how's it formatted? Is the one that's on the top of the screen the most recent or the oldest? That's like the most recent, I think. Okay. I have only had one post, but yeah, I think that's the most recent. Oh, that's only one... Okay, I thought the... That was just one post. All the paragraphs was all just one? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so that was just like one project and now you're going to move on to another one? Yeah, I'll have a new one next week. What's it going to be? Uh, I'll give you guys a preview. Yeah. I'll, I'll do a review of the Buck Cherry concert I went to. Actually? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it was, you know, it was almost as good as Chuck Berry. Do you think that the atmosphere of the crowd has anything to do with, or like, makes a, a concert experience better? Yeah, man, because you go to King Gizzard and, you know, everybody's smoking so much dope, you get secondhand high. So that's going to make it way better, as an example. <laughs> you go to Buck Cherry and there's a dude next to you lighting a cigarette. Uh, and then another dude spills beer on you. And then so, you know, that's kind of the vibe there. And it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the crowd, yeah, is going to be uh, a factor because you're standing next to these idiots for like three hours. Do you think the same can be said for movies? Yeah, but, like, for movies, it's, like, just to do your job, it's just, like, just be quiet. That's, that's why, it? That's all you want is... Do you like when people laugh? Like Yeah, that's fine. Me? You can react to the movie, but just don't be, like, talking in the movie. Yeah. And that's, like, that's all, because I want to watch the movie. I can't stand the... People talking in the movie theater? Just shut up. It's just too much. It's, like, if you want to whisper something to your buddy in the ear, fine, but, like, you know, like... Let's keep there are people around you, and they don't want to hear you. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get immersed. Full immersion is crucial. If I get de-immersed in a film, I ask for a refund. I liked your uh, shot at Pitchfork in your review. <laughs> that was a bad review from Pitchfork. I Pitchfork re- gave it a 3.5. This indicates a clear lack of... <laughs> They don't get the beef. Whoever wrote that does not understand the beef, but if they give Wild Honey 3.5 and says, this sounds so uh, false. This is false soul. This feels contrived. Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they should go off. That's a good record. That's a record? Wild uh, Flower? Wild Honey. Wild Honey. It's a good record, yeah. I can't say that I listened to that one. Is that early or later? That's that's after... um, smiley smile. It's like um, it's like the year after Pet Sounds they released it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even heard you talk of that one before. What's your favorite track off of it? 
Uh, Darling is the easy one is to hit off it. I also do think the Stevie Wonder cover of uh, I Was Made to Love Her is pretty decent. Yeah. It's a pretty short record. Um, the, while the title track is good, too. They, sure, they have like a lot of fun with the record. Nice. So it's not going to be like albums. It's just going to be these ideas that uh, you're doing. I might do it. I'll try some different formats. I'll see what I can do in terms of articles. Hmm. I'll see what I can do. Nice. All right. Well, uh, there's that. And what was it? Sour Notes? Sour Notes. Sour Notes Music? Blogspot.com. Nice. Thank you, Google, for hosting my site. That is pretty cool. That I didn't know that, that they just have a blog website with free to use. That's pretty cool. Um, just wait till Zuck gets them, and then... Yeah. I, I'm i pretty sure the company that owns Google, was it, like, ABC or something? Like, oh, like, yeah, 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 something like that. Um, they're not getting bought out. <laughs> they're too big. I mean, unless we get to, like, Web 3.0 stage, but... So in 2050, which... Can you look that up for me, please? What? What company will own Google? Or think, what company owns Google? I think it's like called Alphabet or something. Alphabet. That's what it was. Yeah, it's not... Okay, that's what I thought ABC. All right. So which tech company do you think will own us in 2050-50? I don't know. That's impossible to say. But I... I'm from... If I had to bet... Yeah, you know what? I think Apple's going to come clutch. And I think they got stuff... Uh, some Skynet stuff in the back right now. I don't think so. I think it's going to be something that we don't know well, about. Guess well, I'll let you my bunker, buddy. But uh, you know, I can only have some of my rations. All right, so just uh, you know, keep that in mind. I mean, maybe we get to super late stage capitalism, where it's just an oligopoly. I mean, I could see that happening, but I don't know. People uh, have always said like, "Oh, this company is never gonna die," right? Like typewriters will never go out. Like these manufacturers will always be in. Maybe, production, but, like, no, like, shit changes all the time. Maybe when we progress to Web 3.0, then these companies will be irrelevant. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. I saw the governor of the Bank of Canada getting interviewed, and he got asked about crypto, and he was just like, he did not like that question. Like, he got asked, and he's like, hey, you're asking me all the hard questions, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, whoa, what is this uh, decentralized thing, huh? Who's holding all the money, though? Not me. <laughs> what the hell? Seems kind of sus, guys. <laughs> all right. We've gone on long enough. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. If you enjoyed anything you heard today, make sure to stay tuned for weekly episodes available for streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and umfm.com. And don't forget to follow our Instagram page at COP Podcast. I hate all women.